Hi, readers. I'm Jordan. And I'm Katie. And welcome to Not Another Heroine, the podcast where we break down the best and worst fictional heroines, those swashbuckling ladies who have to work a little harder than expected for their happy ending. Want to see what's next on our TBR list? Subscribe to us on YouTube or follow us on Instagram for a sneak peek at upcoming content or to help us pick our next book. Pick of the week. Do, 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 do. Pick of the week. Do, 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 do. Pick of the week. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I was I'm, not expecting that at all. Yeah. And I'm, you have some very strong picks of the week songs. <laughs> That's true. I'm kind of running out of like song choruses to go through. And... <laughs> I mean, that one was good. <laughs> I'm trying. That's kind of how I feel about the Hurricane Wars. So that's my pick of the week this week. Uh, the Hurricane Wars by Thea Guanzon. Guan. Oh, don't even look at Gua. me because I am not attempting that one. Um, but this yeah. is your redemption pick of the week from last week. Yeah. So I feel like I owe this book an apology, but also not because I feel like it also owes me an apology. <laughs> um, so let me explain a little bit. So when we recorded the last pick of the week, we were talking about fan fiction. And I, I don't know that I trash talked this book necessarily. But if I made some negative comments, it's because the first 15 to 30 percent of this book is a dumpster fire. Like <laughs> that's pretty strong. I cannot. Uh, I cannot she's put the, it she's in. doing the hands. The hands are out. They're attacking things. <sighs> there are not strong enough words for me to explain whatever the fuck is happening at the beginning of this book. And to illustrate, I am going to find a tidbit just so you guys can be traumatized a along with me. Readers, a tidbit. A tidbit. Uh, let me find like something from the per. No, what? No, I'm going to read the prologue because I even read this to my partner. And he's like, I don't know what was said. And I was like, I read it and I don't, I'm reading it to you and I don't know what was said. So we're just going to click, 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 uh, prologue. Okay. Sheets of floating ice seaweed and creaked under hit. See, there's an I spelling error. I could not error. read that sentence. Thank you. What does that mean? <laughs> and cracked under his boots as he ran across the frozen lake, making so, his... Oh my, I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Okay, but this is why we have the same brain, because mm -hmm. you just read that as floating sheets of ice seaweed, and that's how I read it in my head. Seesawed. And it's seesawed. So, <laughs> no, hear, hear me out. When I read, when I opened the sample, because I tried it first, I read seaweed, and I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening in this sentence? And then I handed it to my partner, I'm like... There's a, how can this book be published? There's an error in like the first fucking paragraph. And he's like, it's a seesaw. Uh, yeah. But seesaw, that's the word you want to go for. Because you know when you read stuff and you're like, this is missing commas and it's it's not, but like it needs commas yes. to uh, make your brain work. Okay. So sheets of floating ice seesawed and creaked under his boots as he ran across the frozen lake, making his way toward the sound. It beckoned to him amidst the other noises piercing the winter air, the screaming, the rattle of crossbows, the roar of cannons, all from the burning city that lay behind the ancient forest at the water's edge. The fanned gaps between the longleaf pines offered- the fanned gaps? I what? don't know what that means. <laughs> and also, what's a longleaf pine? The same phone. What does that mean? <laughs> it's I, like, I have an answer. I don't know. Because that's said like four or five times, so- Offered glimpses of destruction in veins of red gold embers, their needle pricked canopy silhouetted against needle pricked <laughs> canopy. <laughs> what the fuck? 
silhouetted against a crown of smoke beneath the seven moons. It's like this person is trying to be Juliet Morillier and can't. There's too many adjectives. And then as soon as I recognize that, the rest of this book, like, I couldn't not unrecognize that she just fucking jams adjectives down your throat and is like, yeah, you're describing things. And it's like, this is too much. <laughs> so what's irritating is the sample is about the amount of time or like pages that you should just skip and then it gets good. I'm angry again. <laughs> just hearing you read that out loud, I'm not I'm not venturing back into this book. <sighs> yeah, because so this book started as fan fiction in the like Raylo, Star Wars, Kylo Ren and Rey fandom, etc. I think the author felt that she had to compensate and make it not Star Wars fan fiction. And so she removed it from all of the like space aspects and then shoved it into a fantasy land and just hope for the best. And then for this first like 20 like percent of this book, you were just fucking jammed down the throat of unnecessary world building that really could have just been drawn out through the rest. And like half of it doesn't even matter. And it's just, there is so much going on. And it's irritating, too, because I was so mad because this book is $14.99. There's, <laughs> there's good coming. Just hold on for a little bit longer, readers. <laughs> we are going to get to the positives. And that's why I was so mad because, like, I spent so much emotional energy being upset about this book. And then all of a sudden, the fucking, like, storm clouds clear. And it's beautiful. It is a really good book. I am still... I, so I finished this probably, like, a week and a half ago. And I'm still like, I really want to read the second one. But it doesn't exist anymore. And they're like, it's not even out yet. And I just have to wait. And I don't like that feeling. And I feel like I haven't had that feeling for a book in... That's, that's saying years. Yeah. And so I'm just so mad that like, what the fuck happened at the first like third of this book? <laughs> okay. Now that I, Are you, do you have on, it all out? I think so. I'm not convinced. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Cause after that we get the like tasty, yummy, mm-mm-mm. Uh, forced political marriage. We get, you I know, hate that trope. Really, it's it's like my least favorite. Wow, device to I, like initiate a relationship. I would have thought that would be up in your like mm -mm. wheelhouse. Mm -mm. Mm. What don't you like about it? I just don't like it. That's fair. I feel like it's a. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know what I feel about it <laughs> aside from dislike. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Uh, but we get, so I, I will partake in, you know, <laughs> a little nibble nibble of some, <laughs> are you feeling hungry? <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm feeling a little hungry. <laughs> uh, but we get like a political forced marriage. Uh, we get lost princess and she, you know, is, oh, Jordan's rolling her eyes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> These are all the tropes that I eat up like fucking candy. We have very, very different like trope tastes yeah that's fair and then we get the kind of like bad guy redemption a little bit where he's like a total asshole at the beginning but then he kind of like uh, is trying to make this marriage work and so he's like doing things to be kind to her and like uh he's helping her learn how to use her magic powers that she's like come into well, and of course because that's always a theme there like <laughs> that's true when this is the hero not teaching the heroine something about her magic powers mm. even in graceline Poe has to teach Katniss. Yeah, Akatar and uh, 
I mean, even not even magical powers, but a crown duel. Like he's yeah. teaching her everything. Poison study. <clears throat> um, sorry, it's fine. No, I'm gonna sit right back. You just keep going. I still, it's nice though. It's a little nice, not though. <laughs> it is a little nice, num num. <laughs> I couldn't have explained it better myself. Um, but I ate that shit up. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I It went straight in the mouth and I did not chew. It went straight <laughs> in the mouth. If we could have an episode title for the, for the pick of the week. It's the blue pants, I swear. <laughs> They're just throwing everything off. Oh my God. Okay. We're going to keep it together. We're yeah. here. So we get a lot of good tropes. Political marriage, um, you know, lost princess, because what happens is she's been working in this, um, like, rebel uh, attempt to fight this all-powerful empire that's, like, really kicking their ass. And then she finds out that she's the lost princess of this other nation that, like, has been um, neutral throughout the campaign, but now they're forced into this position where they have to decide uh, like what they're going to do. And so their decision is to make like a political alliance between the empire and them. And they have a lot of money so they can do something like that. And yeah, but like the, she, her character, the heroine is really fiery, but very young, like a bit immature, but is very like spunky. Oh God, these are everything I dislike. <laughs> I know. Like, just, the minute a heroine is described as fiery, I'm like, huh? does she have red hair too? No, she doesn't. She has brown hair. But I does think. it glimmer with red lights under the sun? I think it does. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. But like not fiery. I just, she's like, um, it, it kind of annoyed me a little bit, but she's, you know, has to be taught like etiquette and like, get your shit together and she still has her moments of just being not civilized. Yeah. <laughs> so I appreciate that because I also have moments where I am, um, <laughs> you know, released from the bonds <laughs> of civilized society and I, you know, throttle some people and say some inappropriate <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah. So this is my girl. All right. Fair. Fair. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It's really cute. The tropes are well done. The dialogue is really well done. Uh, I think you read in a review that the world like kind of collapses a little bit. No, the review I read was pretty much spot on with what you're saying, which is mm-hmm. they cram too much world building in. But if you get past that, like it's a good, basically enemies to lovers romance. Yeah, I would agree with that. That's basically what happens. But she kind of, uh, what I do respect about this is a lot of the times in these like political marriage enemies to lovers, we get them immediately accepting the fact that, oh, he's now a good guy and I'm married to him and we have to make it work. Um, but I think pretty consistently throughout this, she's like, nah like you've done a lot of really fucking unforgivable things and like she is uh maybe at war with herself a little bit about like her developing feelings for him but she's like pretty distinctly like we're still on opposite teams here and like i might use you for a little bit of you know hanky town business but (laughs) i don't know I was trying to think of a PG word for... (laughs) We are way past PG for this episode. That is true. What am I talking about? Yeah, they have like a big smut scene. Well, it's not even a big smut scene. Like it's like a half smut scene. (laughs) You know what I mean. (laughs) Marriage of political convenience or whatever. But she still is pretty firmly in the like, nah, mm, fuck you, my guy. Like you have killed a lot of 
people close to me and I'm not really over that. So I respect that because a lot of the times uh, the main character is just made to completely forget the war crimes that were committed by their now spouse. Um, Yeah, she does not forget. So I will give her that. But yeah, I really liked it. So if you just skip past the 30%. Please and- tell me a better book. <laughs> like, I, I like the idea of this book. So you are also going to be disappointed no. by my- <laughs> oh, Katie, don't do this. Because the tropes in this, you know, are uh, tropes you don't like. So the books that I recommended were ones that also had those tropes oh in them. Oh, my God. That's fair. So there's a lot of people who have read this book, and I did not like it. I read all of them for some reason, but uh, I did not like it really. The Bridge Kingdom by Danielle Jensen. Okay, so that, sorry. Mm-hmm. I've heard so many things about The Bridge Kingdom. I feel like that's one I might like. You like marriages of political. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, her head's on the table now. <laughs> Go on. Um, I mean, that one is a little bit different. So The Bridge Kingdom is these two kingdoms. Or let me backtrack a little bit. So the bridge kingdom itself is this really rich uh, island that controls all of the like economic trade between all the nations and everyone else is kind of starving. And so this really bad king has all of these daughters. He has like 18 kids or something and he's had them in hiding and they're all basically trained to marry the heir of the bridge kingdom and murder him. Um, And so he has to pick the best of his daughters to be the most successful. And like within the first like 30 pages, um, our character sabotages the like final decision making so that she's picked and she like kills air quote all of her siblings um, to be the picked one. And then she is married off to the heir of the bridge kingdom and hijinks ensue. But she also is pretty distinct in her like, you are my enemy for (laughs) three books. I didn't like it because I don't really know why I didn't like it. You know, books that just kind of give you the ick a little bit when you're reading them. Those are the books I don't finish. See, this is the difference, I think, between our reading styles is you will push through and find something positive about a book, even if you don't like it, and you'll finish it. (laughs) Sometimes, but yes. (laughs) I have a stack of books that I have not finished and will never finish because trash that's fair that's fair because i i really worked to uh get through the hurricane i can't believe you did especially after how much like you hated it when you were talking about the about fan fiction yeah this is impressive to me like i wish i had that reading skill or i think it's resiliency (laughs) i just don't have the mental resiliency to push through these these kinds of books yeah i uh i kind of doubted that i did too but we we got there um (laughs) You just said you read the entire Bridge Kingdom series and you didn't like it. The whole series. That is true. See, these are pretty similar because I had aggressive feelings about the Bridge Kingdom, but I forced myself to finish it and I couldn't wait to get the next one either. So I don't know if it's one of those like, um, uh, you know, when you like hate doing something, but you're like still doing it because you're like getting the like whatever good feeling from hating it while you're doing it. Running. I love running. Oh, okay. I thought you were, mm, I, brain still doesn't process how you like running. (laughs) It's like, it's meditative. Maybe that's the. Oh, I thought you were one of those people that like, I hate running, but I'm going to do it because I'm going to show running. I'm, it's my bitch. Uh, But you're just a psychopath. Okay. (laughs) Okay, cool. Check. (laughs) All right. I feel like I was put in my place. I'm just going to shut up and listen to the rest of the pod. I'm sorry. (laughs) I just, I hate running so much. And I, when I'm 
running it feels like how i'm forcing myself to read these books where it's like (laughs) i don't like you but i'm going to do this and show you who's in charge but yeah the bridge kingdom um i think the world building in that one is done way better than the hurricane wars so if you've read the bridge kingdom and you liked it you're definitely gonna like the hurricane wars if you can get past the initial fucking dumpster fire the second one <laughs> you're gonna make fun of me if you remember this book um a promise of fire by amanda oh, Bouchet. No! <laughs> no! Katie! <laughs> yeah just because uh, magic powers um forced marriage you know they're enemies at the start and then they fall in love i will say the hurricane wars is better than a promise of fire <laughs> I feel so betrayed right now. I wanted a book to read. I know. You're going to be betrayed by all what's of these. The, what's the third one? Um, so I read this a long time ago, uh, The Red Queen by Victoria Aviard. Aviard. I've heard of it. I've never read it. It was big in like, I want to say the 2010s, 2014. Oh, I have it still open. Um, it was published in 2015. Okay. So it's vaguely right, approximately. But I think it's a political marriage, but she's actually a bad guy. Um, or not, I'm probably doing a horrible job of explaining that book, but, um, I remember kind of enjoying it and I think it had similar tropes to the hurricane wars because I think there's like a tiered society, um, silver bloods and red bloods and silver bloods have like magical powers and they're the, um, people who are in charge. It has really good ratings on Goodreads. Hmm. But it has like 962,000 reviews Holy and four stars. So I, I think you might actually like give that one a shot. I would say so. Okay. And then I'll reread it if you enjoyed it. I'll put it on my list. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those were my, uh, you know, recommendations. If you wanted to read The Hurricane Wars or you already read some of those books and you're like, I'm a little hesitant about The Hurricane Wars, which fair. Um, but if you don't like marriages of political do requirement, um, stay on my team. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that trope, but I love it. I will so eat it up. <laughs> I, I can't remember a lot of books with that trope that I've read that I've liked, but mm. the one that comes to mind is a book called Hawk Song by Amelia Atwater Rhodes. Um, and it is definitely a marriage of convenience, enemies to lovers. It's the hawk people and the snake people. And they're <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> I, it is exactly what it is, though. Uh, they're shapeshifting. It's a shapeshifting society. Um, so the hawk princess marries the snake prince. And it's a very short YA book about their marriage and how they go from like, this is a political marriage to, okay, I guess we like each other at the end. It's a very easy read. Have you told me to read this one? I think so. I feel like it's, we've talked about it's it. It's pretty old. Um, hmm. 2003. But, uh, yeah, 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the nice thing about books is it could be an old one and still good. I uh, crown of crown duel, crown of duel, crown. <laughs> <laughs> Everything always comes back to crown duel. It does. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, From Katie Shelf. I'm sorry. It is. It is from my shelf. It All will of these never are- be from my shelf. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so I please someone just say that you also enjoyed this book, so I don't feel so bad. <laughs> uh, the Hurricane Wars. Uh, we'll see you on the next page. <laughs>